0: The Arabic word for virgin has been mistranslated. The original word that was used in the Quran was the word for raisin.
1: 72 raisins. Imagine the surprise of the terrorist who expected something completely different. I'm still trying to imagine the surprise of the jihadis who were, you know, they had something else in mind completely. And then they they get... uh, you know the paradise after blowing up, and what a box of raisins! I wonder if they're what are they sun-kissed raisins? Is that what it is? Sun-kissed raisins? Yeah, the because uh, those are my favorite raisins. I love those. Those are delicious. How many uh, how many raisins do you think you can get in? I guess the boxes come in different size. The uh, like the little lunch size boxes of raisins. That was Fried Zucchini uh, on uh, CNN. If his name were Fred Zachary and he were from Indiana, no one would pay any attention to him at all. But because of DEI, you know, it's another thing altogether. That's from our classics collection. Uh, Raisins, imagine the surprise when they discovered it's only 72 raisins because they misinterpreted the word in the Koran. For uh, virgin, not virgin, raisins. Boy, you imagine all the guys slapping themselves on the forehead with the heel of their hand when they get there. And here's your box of raisins. And they're in line. They're standing in line. And they're like, what, raisins? I don't even like raisins. (laughs) At least get some chocolate-covered dates or something for the love of... Come on, look what I did. I'm in pieces over here. And now I get raisins? That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Speaking of crazy talk, well, happy Halloween to you and happy Tuesday to you. And uh, welcome to our uh, humble but noteworthy radio broadcast. We continue to be at 888-630-9625. The jihadis are on the march, and that includes the Democrat Party to a very, very large extent and a very disturbing extent. And uh, on Capitol Hill, even as we speak here, I'm broadcasting, of course, from the mothership in Washington D.C., our nation's capital, because I like to keep my ear to the ground and stay close to the craziness, to the criminality. And um, there is a hearing going on on Capitol Hill right now with Anthony Blinken. He's not Anthony; they they lost an H. He's Anthony Blinken, like Mark Antony, you know, from ancient Rome. Famed, but Antony Blinken and um, and and of course uh, our um, our Secretary of Defense uh, Lloyd Austin, he is uh, he's testifying. They're both testifying. They're in a hearing room on Capitol Hill to talk about all the madness that's going on. And the hearing room, I noticed the hearing room was really packed, well attended hearing. And um, and then I saw that it was full of. Radical left-wing anti-Semites who brought signs in. Boy, how did they not see all those signs going into the hearing room? And it's full of protesters who are naturally left-wing protesters, radical extremists. You see, cringe yesterday, wouldn't call Hamas extremists. That's, uh, That's reserved for Republicans, you know, that serve in the military and work as police officers and... Uh, marry people of the opposite sex and have children and raise them to be normal and not be criminals and carjackers. You know, extremists. That's what the Democrat Party calls extremists. Normal people who have an American flag in front of their home every day, cut their lawn, uh, keep their garage clean, keep the neighborhood clean, send good, decent kids into the public school system, where the Democrats uh, tell them that they're transgender and that they're radical leftists and that Israel— is the scourge of the planet Earth. You know, the Democrat Party. That's the Democrat Party today. But in any event, the, uh, the hearing on Capitol Hill with Antony Blinken and, and Lloyd Austin, full of radical left-wing protesters who are being dragged out by the police one after another. First, because they, they disrupt everything. That's what they do. They're the American Hamas. They are American Jihad. And they're there to condemn Israel. Because they're the useful idiots of the global jihad, and they call themselves liberals. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. They call themselves liberals. They, I guess some of them think that they're liberals, but in reality, they're not liberals at all, are they? No, they're not. They're dimwitted. They're leftists in many instances, uh, and they're useful idiots, useful idiots, not for the Soviet Union this time, as is the history of the Democrat Party, but for the jihadis that are here to wipe Israel off the face of the earth because that's your, that's your Democrat Party. That's amazing. All right, we've got, uh, we've got plenty, of course. Now, uh, let's, uh, let's go to because uh, Joyless Reed. Joyless Reed, who is a, a perfectly mainstream Democrat member of the American news media, and a severely mentally ill person. Joyless Reed was on her television show last night. She's got a television show. They pay her seven figures to do propaganda for Hamas, NBC, NBC fake news. They actually call themselves a news organization or technically a fake news organization. It is uh, NBC fake news. And Joyless Reed, they also hire, they, they pay the Reverend Al Charlatan, one of America's Leading racists and race baiters, and uh, hey, where's Tawana Brawley? Shouldn't she be out here marching on behalf of Hamas? Where? What happened to her? Did they kill her? Because they, you know, they do that uh, a lot. Uh, but uh, they, who else do they? They have Mika, Mika. They have Mika Brzezinski and uh, Mo Yarbrough, as he's known. Uh, just don't work for him in his Florida office if you're a young woman, because that that could be problematic. But Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, they've got uh, the Reverend Al Charlatan. They have, oh, uh, what do they pay? Rachel Maddow, $30 million a year, $30 million a year to do one night a week. Is that $30 million a year to do one night a week? Because she's a radical left-wing extremist propagandist. Um, she's not a WOC. She's just a WLGB, uh, T-Q-I-A-A. But, uh But that's okay. And do they pay any conservatives thirty million dollars? The, the, uh, no, they they don't. No, no, I don't think they do. Do they? All right, let's go to Joyless Reed because Joyless Reed was on her cable television show last night, uh, for which the ratings are, well, you know, like a phone booth, uh, phone booth full of people, and um, you get to fit her entire audience would fit in one city bus, one city bus. But that's okay. Pay no attention. Here is Joyless Reed last night on her television show. Summing up the, uh, the situation in the Gaza Strip, where radical Islamic jihadi organizations, Hamas, and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, are raining missiles and rockets down on Israel today, even as we speak. They're raining missiles and rockets down on the Jews, hoping to kill as many civilians as they can, because, you know, that's what they do. That's their role in the world. And uh, Joyless Reed's role is, is to be a filthy, moronic propagandist for genocidal lunatics who um, you know are giving the Nazis a run for their money. Joyless read.
0: But why don't the people in Gaza just turn over Hamas militants to the Israelis? Good idea. Okay. How do you propose they do that? Like this. Hamas is the de facto government in Gaza,
1: and they're the ones with the guns. They elected them.
0: The leaders of Hamas aren't even in Gaza, and if they were, if you were a teenager living in an open-air prison, getting bombed day and night by, let's say, Mexico, and Mexican police kicked in the door and raided your house anytime they wanted and turned off the water and cut off your food, what are you going to do? Side with them? Help them while you're dying? That's like asking why black folks don't help or trust the police.
1: Yeah. It's like that. It's like asking why black folks don't help or trust the police. Shall I start going down the list of the teenage carjackers being killed just in the... Month of October, the four of them dying in a fiery crash, all black teenagers. The young girl dying in a fiery crash after carjacking a car at gunpoint. Um, She was 15 years old. The 13-year-old shot to death while trying to carjack a man uh, just off of Pennsylvania Avenue the other day. Uh, And by the way, you know, the uh, most recent uh, year, murder victims in the United States for 2022, that's last year, 10,470 African Americans were murdered in the United States of America in 2022. Practically all of them by other African Americans who are then murderers wanted by the police in theory, uh, which is why they like to defund the police. And, uh, you know, maybe you should trust the police. Maybe that would be a helpful thing. There were in 2022... 19,196 people murdered in the United States, uh, fewer than 20,000, more than 19,000, and 10,470 were African-American. So that is more than half of the murders in the United States, African-Americans, and uh, mostly African-American males. African-American males make up about 5% of the population, uh, adult males certainly, about 5% of the population and 50% of the homicides. Now, maybe trusting the police would be a, a nice change of pace. maybe, maybe not, uh, and but did you hear Joyless read there that imagine, why? you know, oh sure, oh yeah, they should overthrow. It, they're the de facto government. They're not the de facto government. They were elected by the people of Gaza. And according to every poll even taken in the last few months, the people of Gaza would once again reelect Hamas if they started holding, elections again, which they have no intention of doing because they're authoritarian. She described the Gaza as an open-air prison run by the Palestinians and Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Now, if you'd like Israel to go in there and do away with this de facto government, not de facto, and convert the open-air prison into 25 miles of Mediterranean beachfront— that would be enjoyable for everyone, well, then they should become a lot more like Israel and a lot less like Gaza. And let me just say this, because I've said it before, but I'll say it again. How is this not already a two-state solution? The Gaza Strip is 141 square miles with more than 25 miles of Mediterranean beachfront property. All right? Monaco, the principality of Monaco, is I think less than one square mile. And uh, they seem to do okay. They're they're doing just fine. But you guys, and that includes Joy Reed, you people, honestly, what is the matter with you people? And then uh and it's like, yeah, it's like Mexico, come in Mexico coming in and knocking down your door. Well, if you're launching genocidal, homicidal attacks where 1,400 people are murdered in a day, the rapes, the kidnappings, the hostages, the tunnels, the missiles, the rockets, the uh, the the death cult, well then, yeah, people are going to come and kick down your door because you're savages and you need to be shot and killed because there's really no alternative but to shoot and kill you. But that's Joyless Rita, and that's the mainstream media, as they are called laughingly in the United States of America. That's NBC fake news, NBC filthy news. Pays her seven figures. That's over a million dollars for Democrats listening along. They only recognize trillions of dollars at this point, the uh, the Democrats. And the open-air prison is of their own making. Um, Honestly, uh, this is if you... If you find somebody who sounds like this, it's, you know, like the people that are being dragged out of the hearing room on Capitol Hill today. They get their news from MSDNC. That's where they get their news and information. And that's why they are very severely brain damaged, at least they appear to be. Uh, let's grab a, a quick phone call, Michael. Let's go to Dave, calling from Wisconsin. It's our dairy state. Hey, Dave.
2: Good morning, Mr. Plant. How are you? Very well, very well, David. Wisconsin, all nasally?
1: Yeah, Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin. Come on. it's not. We're not <laughs> going to Moscow. It's it's Czechoslovakia. It's like going to Wisconsin.
2: <laughs> well, that's Madison. It's Moscow on the uh, whatever lake that is. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> hey, I was just
2: thinking as I listened listen to that clip you played with Joyless Reed, it occurred to me uh, as she's speaking, well, I'm going to call it speaking, that she pretty much just explained and justified the Second Amendment, as far as I'm concerned.
1: You know, they do that. They've done that several times recently, unintentionally, of course. Um, of course. But uh, but you're right. She's talking about you know the bad guys coming to your door and kicking down your door when uh, when you're the uh, and and yesterday I was talking about the uh, the guy with accuracy and media who was driving around the billboard truck uh, around Harvard. And University of Pennsylvania exposing the people that signed on to that anti-Semitic uh, document. The what are they a petition? Uh, they signed on to it, and so the cops raided his okay. home with rifles and body armor and stuff because he made fun of them. But you're right; they keep. Um, you know, there have been a lot of demonstrations, and I've talked about a number of them in the last couple of weeks. Uh, demonstrations of the, the importance of the Second Amendment. I did. What Absolutely. was it we we did the other day, Michael? The Second Amendment moment. We had a Second Amendment moment on the. It was the Jewish man who said he had a gun. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. The man oh. whose home was invaded in here in the United States. And a crazy person invaded his home. And he, uh, the man, and there, it's an Israeli couple, and the, the dad, and they had four, and his wife was nine months pregnant, they had four little kids in the house. Mm-hmm. Dad grabbed the home invader, who was an anti Semite and a Democrat and dragged him outside, and he yelled, Honey, get my gun! Get my gun! And the home invader put his hands up and dropped to his knees, and he got the man into custody. And he explained later he didn't actually have a gun in the house. Didn't have a gun in the house.
2: That's all it took. And then you're going to have to let me go in a second before you do. I just want to say that Mercedes Schlepp has been absolutely on fire the last couple of weeks on your uh, Newsmax show. So pat on the back for her.
1: That is great. Thank you very much, Dave. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass that along when I get uh, Newsmax uh, this afternoon. I will. Thank you. See, Wisconsin, there are still normal people. Forget about Madison, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's still full of normal people. It's Wisconsin. Hamas is the de facto government in Gaza, and they're the ones with the guns. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com.
2: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death. In a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties, with new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.
1: Now the uh, the hijinks, the antics on Capitol Hill continue. As one radical left-wing anti-Semite protester after another, all self-described liberals and all Democrat voters, if they had socialists to vote for, then they'd vote for the socialist, I assume. But this is the left and they're being dragged out one at a time and they're all, is every one of them a white liberal? The, uh, the video that I saw, I was watching the television and uh, it looked like every one of them was a kind of uh, ill-kempt, frumpy, unathletic, white, liberal, shabbily dressed. Uh, It was obvious even on television that their hygiene habits are not up to normal Western standards. And, uh, you know, that they've got Priuses out on the street with their Bernie Sanders bumper stickers and their Biden bumper stickers on them. Because, and I've got, uh, got, I'm going to share with you some audio from the, from the hearing uh, in the Senate, the United States, run by the Democrats, where they invited the defense secretary and the secretary of state up to, uh, you know, uh, answer some questions, which I'm sure they'll very deftly avoid answering. But the uh, Democrats being dragged out one after another, one after another, protesting, they're organized, they go to school for this stuff. Also, USA Today, today, The headline is, Calls for Raping and Killing Jewish Students at Cornell Bring Police Response. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about Hey, we're back. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, USA Today today calls for raping and killing Jewish students. This is the United States of America in the name of liberalism. At Cornell University, bring police response, comma condemnation. Really, condemnation too? That's uh, that's wholesome. Anti-Semitic threats posted to a Cornell University fraternity and sorority forum over the weekend, including to kill Jews on campus, have prompted a police response and intervention by the gubernator of New York. At least one of the posts threatened a shooting and used hateful language toward Jewish people at Cornell's Center for Jewish Living and Kosher Dining Hall, which I believe has been shut down according to the university's Hillel chapter. The postings are the latest in a series of incidents on college campuses across the nation since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. Note that Hamas is a terrorist organization, and one side of this, which followed the terrorist attack on October 7th that killed more than 1,400 people in Israel and resulted in more than 220 being kidnapped by Hamas and brought to the Gaza Strip. Now, um, pretty amazing stuff uh, that uh, we've got. In Cornell, they had that professor. They still have that professor who said, what was the word that he used? He was uh, so excited by the massacre of Jews. He was elated. He was, ex- was a It was exhilarating and energizing. A lot of E-words, a lot of E-words from the... He's now on voluntary leave, still being paid, and he'll be back in no time at all because you know how they go. Just amazing. Now, um, this uh, uh, university that... Honestly, we should just start closing these institutions down. Cornell University uh, should be defunded and, and closed down. They should just go. They should be forgotten about after a generation and go. But let me go to uh, – this is in New York, of course, and uh, Cornell in New York State, not New York City, and the governor of New York, who's a Democrat and not a very bright person, uh, her name is Kathy Hochul, and she really is unusually unimpressive. But Kathy Hochul was asked about this uh, yesterday. And it's going on at NYU in New York City, and it's uh, going on at every major campus. They're all Democrat-run institutions, keeping in mind. And uh, let's go to the governor, Kathy Hochul, and then I'm going to share with you in a in a little bit the disruptions at the Senate hearing on Capitol Hill by the Democrats, so-called, um, because of the mental illness that is epidemic in the Democrat Party. If only everyone were just like us, everything would be fine. Here is Democrat Governor of New York, Kathy Hochul. No one should be afraid to walk from their
0: dorm or their dining hall to a classroom. You think? That is a basic right yeah, that every is. New Yorker has outside a campus, but particularly on a campus.
1: In theory, you know, that, that's, uh, that is in theory true. But let's go to, uh, there were three young college women on the Fox News channel in the 5 a.m. hour this morning and uh, I was watching for you and here is uh, I mentioned New York University NYU in the city of New York Allison Lex other uh, Jewish the three young women are, are Jewish going to uh, going to college NYU and the George Washington University and UC Berkeley these are all liberal left-wing organizations of course here is uh, Allison Lex a student at uh, New York University.
2: There have been multiple anti-Israel rallies at NYU where I've heard students chanting death to Jews, chanting death to anybody that supports the Zionist state. I mean, these are horrific things to say at a so-called peaceful protest. Um, I've heard students chant, globalize the anti-fada," just horrific things. In classrooms, professors are spewing absolute misinformation and it's just, it's a horrible situation.
1: It is a uh, horrible, and the professors are jumping in by uh, spreading false stuff about the terrible, because they watch MSNBC and they get their fake news from Joyless Reed and other severely mentally ill people. Sabrina Saffer, Sabrina Saffer. Now, that was New York City and NYU. Sabrina Saffer is a uh, college student at the George Washington University here in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, where I live and where I work.
0: I would say the most severe form was probably this past, or last Tuesday actually, where students sat in front of the library and projected hateful messages, including glory to our martyrs and free Palestine from the river to the sea and GW, you have Palestinian blood on your hands, onto the library, which mind you is probably the Gelman, the Gelman library, it's, you know, they're, they're Jewish. So it was definitely um, heavily anti-Semitic. But then on Saturday, when we, there was a pro-Palestinian rally here in DC, they came onto campus and there were a few, uh, demonstrators who came up to the ZBT frat house and started waving flagpoles at, uh, brothers, trying to, you know, harass them. And this is really where we talk about hate speech turning into hate crimes. Somebody could have gotten hit and that really made me scared.
1: You know, the fact that the so-called political leadership in this country, including Joe Biden, um, and he's been so soft on this and so weak on this, so tragically feckless and weak, he uh, needs, and I've been saying this for at least two weeks, to address the nation in prime time from the White House about the surging anti-Semitism in the United States. But whenever they're asked about it, which is infrequent, they respond by saying, oh, yeah? What about Islamophobia, which is a, a medical condition? It's an irrational fear of uh, Islam. Uh, I, I I don't think that it's a real thing, Islamophobia. Um, but that's your Democrat Party. Uh, young woman, Danielle Sobkin. Danielle Sobkin is a student at the University of California at Berkeley. And again, three... Uh, Perfectly, and really all very uh, uh, bright, articulate young women, nice-looking young women, and they were were, uh, uh, remarkably comfortable on television telling their story. Here's Danielle Sobkin. So we've had New York and Washington, D.C. Now here's California, UC Berkeley. So
0: we've had a plethora of incidents happen at UC Berkeley, everything from two physical assaults of students getting physically hurt on campus. We've had professors offering bonus and extra credit to students for attending pro Hamas rallies. But the most concerning is Jewish student leaders getting an email from administration telling us to avoid certain parts of campus, to avoid showing our faces, to avoid filming at these incidents and at these events due to a fear of our safety. So what does it mean when administrators are telling me to not be a target, which is leading me to believe that in order to be safe on campus at UC Berkeley, I need to hide my Jewish identity.
1: Well, and I've played audio for you over the last couple of weeks of uh, young woman after young woman who have been told by professors and administrators to hide their Star of David necklace or uh, any other kind of jewelry that might suggest that they are Jewish because it's become too dangerous. And I told the story a little while ago about a friend, that my best girl, and I had dinner on Saturday night at a friend's house who's Jewish and liberal and Democrat, and uh, said at the dinner table, I'm absolutely afraid to put an Israeli flag in my front yard because I'm sure I'd be attacked. My home would be attacked. And, and she said, I could put a Ukrainian flag in my front yard, and that's fine. That's because the Democrat Party is violent, and they're anti-Israel. But pro-war in Ukraine, and you know we're funding, in effect, both sides of the war—Russia and Ukraine—and uh, um, and we're funding both sides of the war effectively in Israel too. The Democrats under Barack Obama and Joe Biden have enriched Iran, the uh, master terrorist behind the scenes of Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad and Hezbollah. And uh, the Democrats are responsible for funding, and by the way, thanks to the Democrats in Iran, they're spinning centrifuges, enriching uranium, and advancing their ballistic missile program. And we know what their plan is, and the Democrats are helping them. Their plan is to destroy Western civilization with nuclear weapons. And the Democrats are their number one benefactors, and are green-lighting all of their nefarious nuclear and ballistic missile programs. That is not hyperbole. That is verifiably true, just in case you're a dim-witted Democrat and you say, well, oh, it's not true. You know, if you have access to Mr. Google, uh, even there you can find it. Here is uh, Sabrina Sofer, George Washington University. Um, she has... Um, had some experiences at the George Washington University in Washington, D.C. And uh, who was it, uh, Senator? Was it—oh, it, uh, it was actually Governor Ron DeSantis last week who said he would, would revoke student visas for foreign students in the United States who are advocating the uh, genocide of the Jews and uh, uh, expressing their support for Hamas. And the Democrats were—and that means the media, too—were furious with Ron DeSantis— for suggesting such a thing. Here is a young Jewish college student at the George Washington University in Washington, DC.
0: Since the the moment I got to GW, even just saying that my family was from Israel really granted me a lot of hostility on campus from a variety of students. I didn't understand this at first, but over time I came to understand this whole radicalized ideology and a lot of the propaganda that's being perpetuated in the classroom And this really didn't make me feel, it made me feel antagonized, not necessarily unsafe, but now what I'm seeing on this campus where students are are shouting this from the rooftops and thinking that they're moral, it's it's pure idiocy and it's really concerning. And no, I do not feel safe on my campus.
1: No, I do not feel safe on my campus. At Berkeley, you get extra credit for showing up to the pro-jihad against the Jews rally. Uh, The students at GW... Uh, and this is where the projector, and Sabrina mentioned this earlier, was uh, projecting on the wall, and I mentioned this when it first happened, the Gelman Library, which was built by a Jewish family uh, as a gift to the university. And uh, the, the young man who was involved in charge of that projection effort is a, um, a known radical Islamist extremist genocidal anti-Semite who has spoken to crowds on the mall in Washington, D.C., uh, about his beliefs. And, um, and the Democrat Party is so soft and weak that, uh, honestly, the headlines about World War III coming. And she said they preen, they shout their anti-Semitism from the housetops, and they believe that they have the moral high ground here. They believe they have the moral position. Here is, uh, once again, Alison Lex at NYU.
2: Just to echo what Sabrina said, I've also been a face of this at NYU. I, I, people know who I am. I get death threats daily on Instagram. It's very scary. In class, I sit next to my peers who cheer on Hamas and support the murder of over 1400 innocent Israelis. I mean, it's really horrible and I don't think I'm ever gonna feel safe again on campus. Uh,
1: Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, a, a former commando himself, his brother was a commando, was murdered by the Troglodytes during the raid on Entebbe. He was killed at the, the raid on Entebbe when the Troglodytes had taken uh, Israelis hostage and were going to murder them all. Um, Benjamin Netanyahu held a, a, a press conference, an event yesterday, much more open and transparent than Joe Biden has ever been or will ever be. And uh, the left is screaming for a ceasefire, ceasefire, which is exactly what Hamas wants to hear. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. And uh, ceasefire, not for him, not for him. Now, here's talk about strange bedfellows. And I'm sorry, I apologize for using that term in this context. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Not a lot of fellows in her bed, but I'll leave it to that. The uh, Hillary Clinton actually uh, came out amazingly and uh, sounded like Benjamin Netanyahu for a moment.
0: People who are calling for a ceasefire now do not understand Hamas.
1: They don't that understand possible. She understands. It would be
0: such a gift to Hamas because they would spend whatever time there was a ceasefire in effect rebuilding their uh, armaments, you know, creating stronger positions to be able to fend off uh, an eventual um, assault by the Israelis. So we're in a very different world. I don't think it had to be the world we're in, but that's where we are and we've got to figure our way uh, forward through it.
1: Yeah, well, maybe, uh, you know, uh, Bill should be in charge. We had three peace agreements between Arab countries and Israel under Donald Trump, and we were on the precipice of getting a fourth with Saudi Arabia officially recognizing Israel. But Joe Biden blew all that up and decided to fund the Ayatollahs instead. Now, in the Senate hearing where the Secretary of State and the Secretary of Defense are defending, they had to keep stopping and interrupting and bringing in security to drag out Democrats calling for a ceasefire thank you very much uh chair murray uh vice chair collins uh distinguished members of the appropriations committee thank you for this opportunity to testify before you today collective punishment
0: punishment.
1: (laughs) geneva conventions
0: genocide
1: genocide
0: Look at him. Tardo. Where is your pride,
1: America? Yeah, the Geneva Conventions, collective punishment, genocide. These are the Democrat Party talking points, and that man is apparently mentally unstable. Uh, and there were uh, a busload of them there, dragged out one at a time, getting the hook, because they're, as Hillary Clinton said, You know, this is exactly what Hamas would want. They're the useful idiots of Hamas, your Democrat party. They're very, very unwell. If you're a Democrat, we have a special line for you. 888-630-9625. Why are you genocidal anti-Semites? The, uh, what about the children? They care for. Maybe we should set up Planned Parenthood's in the Gaza. The Democrats would be happy with that. About two million people, 1.9 million people, 141 square miles. Probably about 200 Planned Parenthoods there. They should fund the Planned Parenthoods. Your Democrat Party. We've gotten uh, several calls. Jasmine came in to uh, inform us that. A number of you are concerned that that person having the mental breakdown in the Senate hearing room today uh, might be Mike the Lib. Sounded a lot like Mike the Lib when he started crying and breaking down because he cares very deeply about the people of Gaza. He's fired now! Save the children of Gaza! (laughs) Save the children of Gaza and send a check to Planned Parenthood because that's your Democrat Party. They make sense like that, don't they? Mike, you seem a little upset. Are you okay? Cuz I don't want you to go away upset. I'm You're very You're upset? Chris. You're fine? I'm, okay. Yeah, i <laughs> You think that's Mike to live in the hearing room? It's possible. There fine.
0: Hey, the
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. Sounded like Curly uh, from the Three Stooges there on the last thing. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it's <a goiter. laughs> <laughs> crazy, man, crazy. Uh, here's a story. Marvel, you know, Marvel Comics. Marvel's Israeli superhero poses huge headache for Disney. You know, the Democrats are very concerned. They're losing their jihad wing of the party, the pro-jihad wing of the party. Uh, but the uh, the people at uh, at Disney, they've got a superhero in one of their Marvel things that's supposed to be an Israeli, well, and and there's Gal, uh, what's the actress's name, too, right? So they're concerned they're going to have to kill everything Jewish now. It's kind of crazy. I thought Hollywood, well, maybe it's not true anymore.
0: Yeah, boy!
2: (laughs)